Welcome to the game with Glenn Quartermain and Adrian Barrage. Quarter's a veteran footy scribe with hands so small he can only carry two pints. And Barra, an Eagles original, Perth Demons diehard and regular face on Channel 7. Hello, Adrian Barrage here from 7 News. He'll tell you about the 1991 grand final, except he got dropped after the prelim. We don't promise any fancy sound effects or bells and whistles. It's just two blokes talking football. Yes, and hello and welcome to the Quarters and Barra podcast. I am Glenn Quartermain, Chief Sports Writer of the West Australian. With me is Adrian Barrich, Channel 7 legend, former West Coast Eagles player and mm. sadly today, perhaps, President of the Perth Football Club. We'll get on to that in a moment. Uh, we are brought to you by Tab Touch. Please gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1800 858 858 if you have any issues. Barra, what's going on with your demons? Well, mate, um, it's kind of, I mean, this will sound crazy, but it's kind of where we're at, where where we're sort of a bit like Hawthorne at the moment. We're in this. You had to bring Hawthorne into it, didn't you? Deflected back onto you. Now, we're, we're in a sort of a rebuilding phase. Um, our futures and our Colts were super. They've, they've been amazing. So that's we're building from below. It's the model that the club had in the 60s and 70s, and it's working. Ken Armstrong did it. Um, we had a guy called Jack Ensor who started it back in the 60s, and that's how the club Can built. you do it now, though, in the modern waffle, well, the I modern think landscape? We're just going to try to keep hold of all our young guys because we've got some really talented kids. I notice a lot of scouts now coming around and talking to our players, though, and a lot of player managers so that obviously means we're going to lose three or four at the end of the year which Which sets you back yeah but uh, Peter German's doing a great job our reserves had an amazing win we got some good players in there but we played a Dockers team sorry a Peel team that had like 12 Dockers Mm -hmm. and they just come over the top of you in the last quarter because they're full-time professionals the 12 guys they're super fit they're way fitter than the Waffle players. And guys like Erasmus and Liam Henry, Nathan Wilson was amazing. And they had this amazing forward line. They had Josh Tracy up there, that Corbett, Josh Corbett that they yep. brought over. He looks really good too. And they got this African kid, Sebet Kuat. He, he actually looks all right. I reckon he might play a few games for uh, Fremantle down the track. I mean, Amos is the man now, isn't he? He ain't going anywhere, Amos. But... That kid, that African kid, he could be the model for a lot of young players coming through in Western Australia. How did Tracy look? Well, they've got the Western Bulldogs on Friday night here at mm. Optus Stadium. Um, look, had a win. We'll get onto that later, but not that convincing. But you, can you see any of those coming in? No, probably. I guess with Amos now looking the goods, um, I, don't, I don't think they're going. I think they're going to go with that smaller forward line the way they did it two and two and four, but. He's he's good, Tracy, but and he, he's his his hands are a little bit hard, aren't they? But he geez, he hits the packs hard, so he opens them up, and probably maybe sometimes that's what they need. But back onto your Perth team, is there anything you're doing to try to exercise these oh, well, demons? If you pardon the part, <laughs> oh no, so I see where you're going with that. No, we're not. It's not in relation to where we're heading. It's just we have. A, a wonderful in, uh, Indigenous liaison uh, manager, and he's one of our players. His name's Sam Stubbs. Almost was knocking on the door for Fremantle, maybe mid-season draft even this year, going very well. And super player. His Instagram's got like 100,000 followers, wow. him, him and his brother, and they're huge. They do Indigenous dancing and that sort of stuff. Uh, he ha- has decided that um, we should do a smoking ceremony at the club tomorrow night. Uh, no, tonight. Tonight, actually. 
And uh, uh, that process is about ridding the place of evil spirits and all that sort of stuff. So you can ma- draw your own conclusions. You might um, tap the, uh, your neighbours on the shoulder. <laughs> <or> <laughs> so I was thinking about ringing Nizzy up and going, hey, Niz, you want to come over and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll sort of do the whole place. Because ever since they've been at Lathlane, they haven't been super, have they? They've been, when they went there, 2019, 2020, something like that. And they haven't been super. It's since a timing then. thing, though, because clearly they're rebuilding, and they've started that process a little bit late. But geez, they've had bad luck. They have. I mean, you'd have to say now, after two years like this, I think they could have fifteen injuries. Yep, fifteen. I mean, it's, it is like they've they've walked under a ladder. Um, they didn't respond to a chain letter or <laughs> something like that. You know what I mean? They yes. just, you know, those bad luck things that happen. And happened. there's talk now, of course, of the waffle game being postponed. In fact, it's probably likely. I know. Uh, well, given- that just indicates, doesn't it, that the system is not geared up for this many injuries. And well, no one. It, what, and that record-breaking score. That that, that was unbelievable. Wasn't yeah. it? 169 points they lost by. West Perth, they're a pretty good team, but they're not 169 points better than any other Waffle team. But that's exactly what happened. But I don't think this would work in any system. It's just really bad injury luck. Mm. And uh, you do wonder where they go now, because if, they, if they're down to... So they're going to have to play, what, True this week, maybe, and even that young Ruckman that... Harry Barnett. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, imagine if he has to come in, because Bailey Williams, I see it in the West today, I Bailey think, Williams is under the pump. I don't think he's ready. I'm not sure if that exposes him. But well, who the, rucks then? Well, you just go Waterman, or you just, just... I mean, which robs Peter to pay Paul, because he's been in good form in their forward line, but I don't think you can imagine throw... Imagine Waterman going in. You can't against, just throw a kid in, mate. With it, with, it's, it could set him back. Is Jameson's... Uh, Jameson's he might play actually yep. so that might be the way out but look they might play him but I, and Waterman's going he, imagine Waterman he's had his best game yeah. of his career kicked four goals a couple of good games this year that brilliant stat you had 73% of the times they go through Waterman he, they score yeah. So and then they go oh, by the way go to the ruck oh, oh, thanks very much well, yeah, got to be Port versatile Adelaide. these days, Barrett, as you know. They're going to get pounded again, the poor buggers. Yeah, so good luck to them. I hope they'll, they'll just have to work through this. It's been a horrid run. I'm a bit angry about the decision yeah, I know. Uh, by the AFL to award gather round for the for the next three years. So, um, look, 18 million plus. So the AFL have seen, obviously. 18 million a year to give up. That's what the rumour was that they paid mm. for this year one. So, as we know, the South Australian Premier has a war chest and um, he's just throwing money at the AFL at the moment, so they've gone with it. But, look, I work. just think, look, this is effectively giving the Adelaide Crows and Port Adelaide a, um, a, an extra home game. Um, it is. At the expense of the rest of the competition. Now, the at, Eagles, at the expense of us, and mainly, because the Victorians, they have plenty of home games. And we see Gavin But we Bell, have to travel. Yeah, Gavin Bell got on the front foot, and then the uh, West Australian today is saying that they should get an extra home game. And you know what? I don't blame him for taking that mm. stance, because... Just highlights Three it. extra home games. I know. Well, you know, you know the answer. You know what the answer would be. And if I was Gil, and if I if I was running the AFL, okay, mm-hmm. so now I can see these things. Now that I'm a president, I would I would have sort of said, listen, okay, we'll give you the gather round for three more years, but you have to play a showdown in one of those games, and that way yeah. it gets around that. Uh, get, four you know? years is too long, Barrow. I, I would I don't mind them having a couple of years, but you've got to move it around. So WA didn't even really get a chance to bid for this one. They were certainly in the process mm. last year uh, for this year's gather round, but. And I'll tell you what, I was. A, this is a funny little story. Well, we, we, it shows we, we you where snu- we're at. You snooze, you lose. That's what happened to WA, wouldn't it? So we can't bit, yeah. really complain. Well, I don't think they'll just outbid. 
Mm. They just didn't That's really, what I mean. didn't really yeah. bid enough. And we're richer than South. We are richer than South Australia. But people would say, "I'd rather see the money go into the hospitals or whatever." So I get that as well, don't you? I do. Um, I but if they had f- the showdown, that would fix it, eh? I was at a function yesterday. This pretty well sums up what a lot of eastern states people think about Western Australia. I was at a function, and there's a lovely elderly gent I was talking to, and he's heading back to Sydney today. And mm-hmm. I said, oh, what time are you leaving? And he goes, oh, you know, whatever time I'm leaving. He goes, I'm really looking forward to getting back to Australia. <laughs> and I said... Excuse me? You are in Australia. <laughs> Have you been to the Bureau to Change? Have you? Oh, jeez. Uh, meaning, very well-meaning. He meant well. But, I mean, that's just... It's, it's very ex- it's interesting, the perception people have of Western Australia. We are actually... I'm going to send you... we're so fortunate. We need to send the AFL a map. There is actually a fairly big chunk yeah. of land over this side. And we do a fair bit over here. But we have had the big Indigenous game, and we have had the grand final. So we can't really complain, can we? Even though they needed us to do it, we've been fortunate. Who would have thought we'd have an AFL grand final? And, of course, Queensland had an AFL grand final. So mm. South Australia is getting its whack now. But the thing four that pieces, years. The thing that peeves me is that it's supposed to be about developing non-traditional states and, you know, areas like Western Sydney and the Gold Coast and that. But it ain't about that now. It's about making money. It's about staying for four years at, at in, in Adelaide. And, and, and they did a good job. To, oh, to be se- fair to them, it was magnificent. It was great. I really liked the idea. Did you have a bit of a sort of, we should have gone over? Did you think we... Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, made a blue here. I'll tell you what, I love the, the Nord Oval, obviously, with the brick wall you mentioned yeah. on the podcast last week. But I really liked the... Um, uh, where is it? Uh, Mount Barker up in the Adelaide Hills. Yeah. Did you see the scenery... On, at one end, there was a, what know. you call a bucolic scenery, Barra. Bucolic? There, there were cows grazing in a distant Isn't that paddock. A influenza? And at the, at the other end of the, there was this street vista, mm. and it looked like something straight out of the Truman yeah. Show, fair income. It was just this just suburbia. That's what rugby has a lot of, um, Tabletop Mountain in South Africa. Have you been over Beautiful. there? Oh, man. I haven't back, been there. That yeah. backdrop is in, incredible. But geez, they did a good job. I'm not sure if the uh, the suburban vista quite uh, equates with uh, tabletop, tabletop mountain. mountain. But <laughs> it, uh, y'all could see you having a chardonnay. Uh, where was it? Handorf or somewhere? Savvy Blanc, mate. Savvy Blanc. Yeah, I know. It's a beautiful wandering part of the world. down to the ground. It holds about two people. But you know, it's you know where they're so fortunate is they've spent the government spent so much money on regional development and facilities and you know women's change rooms and all that sort of stuff. So clever. That's if we got to hear West. Australia, we could do all that. I, I would push them to go to Northern, set up a, a bit of a grandstand there, like they did out in the hills. Northern, would you? Yeah, well, thirteen thousand, yeah, big population, thirteen thousand people. Go to the people, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, if you have another regional centre, chuck it up. But you know, Geraldton gets a bit, I suppose. You know where I'd like to see them? I wouldn't mind seeing them going to Leaderville. Because yeah, you can yeah. activate the city centre like we did in the grand yeah, final yeah. last year. But the Tidy up Leaderville. Optus State. Apparently one of the walls at Leaderville was very dodgy though, it needs to be replaced. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, I, you look at Optus Stadium, it's custom made for this sort of a thing, this mm. sort of an activation. Well, Adelaide Oval did well, though, didn't it? It's it absorbed great. a lot of treatment. I thought it was Gonski, especially with that cy- end of the cyclone and all that sort of stuff. I don't know. Is, would Optus be as resilient? I don't know. Of course it would. Because that... But you, yeah. you, play, you play your six no, and three. Would <laughs> so you play six games at Optus. You could perhaps have a double header, and you play your other three, maybe a couple at the Wacker, and mm. then or one at the Wacker, maybe one at Leaderville, and maybe, as you say, one at Northam. Or Joondalup. Would you go as far as Bunbury? Yeah, I, I, you'd love to go Bush. I mean, that's the whole thing, isn't it? Wouldn't it? Even Joondalup would be, be great to be up there, because mm. they can hold like 20,000. Yep. Yeah, well, it ain't going to happen till 2026 now. 2027, I think. 2027, yeah. so we've got to bid for it then. But it's 15 mil. 
A uh, bit of other news going around. Firstly, Gary Ablett, news this morning. Gary Ablett Senior, that yeah, is. He's suing the AFL. He's suing Geelong and he's suing Hawthorne. Uh, had a scan Hawthorne. last year. Why well, Hawthorne? only played one year there, about twelve games. So good luck with that, Gary. But um, he had a, he's got some brain damage uh, revealed on a scan last year. So he's suing the AFL. So we'll see where that one goes. I don't want to comment on it too much, but I would say good luck, Gary. How are they going to work out whether if the brain damage is related to football or to his social a- social activity? Correct. So that, I would say a very good lawyer would argue exactly that in mm. court. He's one of the greatest players, so it is a quite a big story. Mm, it is. And, of course, today, 30 years on, Nicky Winmar returns yeah. to Victoria Park. And we've seen some stuff over the weekend, um, over the last few weeks, really, mm. players, Indigenous players. But the players apology from Collingwood. Oh, it was very strong. Yeah. And good on you, Collingwood. They got on the front foot. They've not been great in this area over the years or even in recent times. But I think it's been handled really well. I love this in Kilda Collingwood banner, both running through it at the same time. And... Um, you know, I think I think we we are moving in the right direction. We've got a long way to go, and obviously, social media is at the forefront of all of this. But at least we it feels like we're moving yeah. in the right direction. And it was beautiful what him and Eddie did, sort of pushing nose together, and, uh, and what the way Eddie spoke as well. Mm-hmm. Eddie Betts was quite remarkable. I think they're doing something at the Anzac game, uh, Collingwood Essendon, on the Tuesday as well for Nikki back in Melbourne. It's basically apologising for what happened at Victoria Park thirty years ago. He's kind of not the ideal person to have been leading. Like Michael Long leads this. It's yep. it's a lot. The long walk to the G. Yeah, he does, yeah. yeah, it's a lot more powerful because uh, you know. But but still, he made the point, and everyone's gone in behind him. Michael Walters made a statement too, didn't he? He said, you know, he got vilified during the week. Him and Nathan Wilson, and he came out and said, "Well, cop this. This I'm going to deliver with my boot." And he goes, "Bang! Four goals kept him in the game. Six other score score uh, involvements. Ten ten scoring involvements." Michael Walters and then poured into his arm going very powerful stuff Uh, um, a few sling tackles over the weekend so we've got uh, Zach Merritt Taylor Adams Tom Green uh, in a bit of trouble and also also St Kilda's uh, Caminiti looking at um, four plus four or more for um, his strike on Nathan Murphy which was a retaliatory action Mm. but nevertheless still an action that is outlawed so Gaff got he, what did Gaff get? Did he get eight weeks? Mm, a bit different. Could he get eight weeks? Yeah. He broke a jaw. He broke... Um, yeah, but could this guy... Nah. I think f- four or five, I think he gets Four or this. five. Because it was concussion only, mm-hmm. not broken Been jaw. ruled out of this week's game too. I saw Shane McInerney, the uh, AFL umpire, come out saying he feels sorry for players. Because now, you know, the way it is, uh, it'll stop players taking opponents to the ground. And I think he's probably right, you know. Like, you'd, you'd go, is it really worth it if I... Because some of the tackles, you, you can't control them. And there were, in, in one of the, I think it was Taylor Adams, it didn't look like he was trying to sling tackle him. It just the way it transpired. We're, we're at a really interesting phase. And I, I do like the way the AFL's outlawing head, con, head high contact. I really do. So, But we are at an interesting phase. Games over the weekend, Barra. Uh, let's start with Thursday night. Adelaide v Carlton. Uh, didn't see that one come. I got seven, by the way. I had a pretty good yeah, round. I you? think everyone got seven, eight. Did they? Because not many tipped Adelaide, not many tipped Melbourne to lose. So seven was the average. I'll tell you what I did take out of that Adelaide-Carlton game is um, Jordan Dawson is a ripping player. He towed Cripps. Towed him. He's a very, very good player. When they stood together, you're thinking, this might still be interesting, and he just pulled his pants down. He did. I think Cripps, is he underdone or was he injured or something? He really got fixed up. And, And now we've got all those doubts again about the Blues. We thought... 
I don't know about you, but I thought, yeah, you're right, because you've got them in the eight, haven't you? They've, they've, I haven't. They've, they're fourth right now, which is where I picked them to be. <laughs> I'll forgive them for that. I think Adelaide's a better team than we're, a lot of people are giving them. Oh, they're a good side. No no shite. <laughs> and they could be 5-zip too. They were very much in the two games they lost. Fremantle v Gold Coast, a 10-point win. They did it the hard way. Well done, Sonny Wilders. Yeah. I really like where Jai Amos's game is going yep. as well. It was better, Barra, much better from Frio, but still not convincing. No. You just, how do we look at it? The first three quarters, or do we look at the last quarter when they really stormed home on the back of Sean Darcy? See, if Wits plays... Does Darcy get over the top of that young bloke? How good was that young bloke? Oh, yeah. And then in the last quarter, he went, oh, I'm not jumping against Ned this Moore. behemoth anymore. You know that Darcy went to almost every contest. I mean, I think I, th- I think Jackson only had like three uh, centre bounces in the, in the whole match. So they've obviously said, Darcy, you're the man. You're going to lead us home. It looked better the forward line with Sturt, with Jackson and Amos. He's a He's got good running patterns, doesn't he, Amos? He yeah, leads mate, really he's, well. He's a, a natural player. What about Schultz shrugging off that tackle? Yeah, he's, yeah, I've never seen that. That's such strength. To be able to do that, the bloke had him cold, could have taken him out. Maybe it's something to do with the way tackling Players have never been better at uh, wriggling those hips and, and squeezing out of yeah, tackles that, and also lifting the arms and getting that handball off. They're very, very, very well schooled in that. And, of course, another great game from Caleb Sarong. Yeah, Caleb. So he had, what, 38 or something or yep. 37 career high. He's really gone to a, another level. I reckon he's, he's uh, almost an A grader, isn't he? He's yep. gone past Brayshaw, unless Brayshaw's injured or something. He's he's leading Brayshaw. He's been very good. Good to see Brayshaw had a very good second half at the weekend. But he'd be the captain now, wouldn't he? Every uh, future captain, Caleb. Uh, look, I think they've they've earmarked him for that. They're, he's a co-vice yeah. captain, so you would think so. But he's gone past Brayshaw, it feels like. Uh, Sydney v Richmond, and what a what a performance from Tom Papley. Six goals, clearly the difference between the two teams. And uh, Richmond with a few problems. And those celebrations, they do give you a lift, don't they? You know, oh, the way, mate, he is the best him. celebrator. <laughs> just the- his exchange with Dion Prestia. Prestia said something like, where were you last year, mate? And he said, stop living in the past. <laughs> if you're a good lip reader, you can read that. You know, I was thinking about the opposition, whoever Papley's opponent was, because it's so bad now. I really noticed it when TV coverage started coming in, a lot more cameras. So he did, the last thing you wanted to do is go and stand next to him after he celebrated like that because then you're on camera and everyone goes, oh, look at the, who's the loser who's yeah. playing on him. And he did it two or three times, didn't he? It wasn't just the six you goals. You just want to so bury yourself. He's also won a few um, contests in the guts and six clearances I think he had. So it was, it was a very, very Errol. What about Errol? impressive Mate, game. Out of the middle. Golden, unbelievable. Yeah. He is unbelievable. And They're going all right, the Swans. Their midfield is super. And Mills plays back and just fantastic. And where do you have Richmond now? All of a sudden, the my, doldrums. I picked them to finish. What's a doldrum? Tenth. <laughs> I picked them to finish tenth, Did and you? I'm feeling You're a lot very, more comfortable very good about judgment. it now. Very a lot good of people judgment. had them in the four, you know. Yeah, I know. They're really sl- sliding. What do they do with Cochin? Uh, does he, you know, mess up his um, legacy? Um, some of their older players just just not getting it done, and they thought they could rebuild, but. It seems, it seems like they're struggling now. It seems like they're really struggling. Now, we asked Brisbane for a uh, – who have been flat-track bullies. We asked them for a performance on the road, and they gave it to us in spades. 22-20-152 mm. defeated North Melbourne 12-5-77, and that forward line really zinging. A five to Danaher, four to Cameron, and four to Hipwood. Really playing well. You know what I loved about that game was the scenes beforehand with uh, Clarko going up and giving Chris Fagan a nice oh, old couple in yeah. the middle of the ground. Yeah. Hasn't the, uh, hasn't the sugar hit gone off North Melbourne? 
Well, it was always going to, and it may well go off St Kilda at some point too. Why is that, mate? Oh, well, because the, well, how do you actually? How can you actually say that? Come they, on, they, were very they good nearly the beat friggin' Collingwood. Yeah, and they went bang, bang, and they've bang. got five of their best players to come back. Jack Steele hasn't been playing, you know, mate. Mm-hmm. He's and back not, this week, actually. So how can you actually say you're still question marking him, are you? I'm just got a little asterisk there, like, like, little Finals? faint asterisk. Finals as well. I'm not conceding they are yet. Wow. They're looking pretty good at the moment. They're on top of the ladder. So they haven't done much wrong, but. Um, Let's just see where we go. Barra, it's only round six. Mm. It's a long way to go. Yeah, but by, by I think by round eight, it's the eight's almost set most most years. Yeah. Who so, did, so, not, so you're talking about North Melbourne. Brisbane, I'm still not convinced about them yeah. in terms of premiership. Yeah, I'm not convinced. Their forward line, can you trust Joey Danaher? Really? Can you? I want to see a sustained performance yeah, from him. Yeah, they worry me because... And our bloke, Lockie, he had 38 possessions mm-hmm. or something. He couldn't play any better. And they were only playing North Melbourne. <laughs> so, only playing North Melbourne. Um, they, uh, well, they've gone off, haven't they? Jai Simpkin got injured. He's out uh, for I reckon stint. they're going to get pounded in the next couple. I think they've got the Gold Coast this week. Maybe they – is it Gold Coast? Gold Coast, week? North Melbourne up there at yeah. um, Heritage So Bank silly Stadium. chance there. After that, next four, I reckon they get pounded. Two you guys are right as Essendon. That was an impressive win over Melbourne at the weekend. Did not see that one coming. Um I love, I love my new cult hero, Sam Draper. He's yeah. a ripper, isn't he? You're convinced about him now? Oh, him I am. Yeah, I yeah, have not. Yeah. I've, I've never. I've always been a fan Goal of Sam of Draper. I'm, I'm just not sure where I'm at with Essendon at the mm. moment. I mean, it was a great performance. Parrish, Merritt, yeah. um, Shield, and of course, uh, Draper, who goes down there, he kicks some goals. Um, Three yeah, goals. Very exciting, isn't he? You know, they've done a good job. Brad Scott's done a really good job with them. It's still not convinced, are we? We're just not sure if it's. It, was that about more about Melbourne or more about Essendon in that game? Speaking of Melbourne, how good is Clayton Oliver? We say this every week, and it's going to get a bit boring, really. But he. But is, they lost, mate. Yeah, I know. What do you have? Forty. Yeah, he did. And they lost. It's something like twenty in the last quarter, Clayton Oliver. And they lost. Yeah, that's right. So and it's they a, lost. I reckon. Does that mean he's a little bit ineffective? I don't know. Yeah, forward just line not quite getting it done at the moment. That forward line. Yeah, that's their that's their Achilles heel. Ben Brown come back or someone come back soon or what? Uh, ben Brown was meant to come back last week, so yeah, he'll probably be back need this something. weekend. Um, that'll be uh, interesting times. And they've got Richmond on Monday at the G, so big game that one. Uh, Port Adelaide v the Western Bulldogs, and uh, notable for me was Zach Butters' game. Terrific oh sport. yeah, he's his own worst enemy, isn't he? In terms of the way he throws himself around. So you're convinced about Port? That's the other thing. It's another question mark. Is that the dogs? Are they the re- no, Port. Are they the real deal? No, they're not the real deal. But They'll I, pound the Eagles this week. I had them finishing about seventh, mm. and I think that's where I expect them to still finish. But, but look, you but know, what about uh, Treadray and his um, – what, what did he say about Ken Hinckley? Oh, it should be sacked summarily. What, what was the word he used? It was uh, in, in untenable. Untenable. Since, since then, they've played beautifully. How would he be feeling? Jeez, when you shoot your mouth off in the media, it can come back. Particularly Best in your hometown. Especially if he gets picked up elsewhere. Oh, gets, yeah. How's Kane Corns going? He's going Somehow right. he's being blamed for... Oh, he's going all right, <laughs> <Paul and> Francis. <laughs> uh, Waitman's returned good four goals. That was his first game for the year. So they're going okay, the Dogs. I mean, it's 14-point loss over there. You, you can forgive him for that. It is a leg up for Adelaide and Port with the extra home game. So I saw him, get, I saw him arrive yesterday because yeah. they're here all week. 
It was bloody funny because... Um, it's an interesting move, that. They've chosen to come straight from Adelaide here. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Obviously, everyone was on to Rory Lobb, and the media manager, who's a friend of ours, actually, used to work at the footy commission, Elliot, and he's, uh, don't talk to Lobby. Please don't talk to Lobby. And then he must have gone to the toilet or something. <laughs> Just get boys, it. Why would you say that? Get it out the way. The boys got him around the corner. You've got to get it out the way. And you know what? I'll he tell will- you why. Because the question was, the big question was, do you reckon you're going to get booed? Well, How much abuse are you going to cop from Frio fans? You don't really want to set your players up for that, do you? But anyway, so what happened was the, the media dude must have gone to the toilet, and so it was Cod, our man, mm-hmm. Craig, um, O'Donoghue. Craig O'Donoghue from the West. And he said, oh, come on, mate, just, just uh, do it while you're walking, you know, and then it looks like you didn't mean to do it. He goes, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no let's not do a presser. Just and do it while I'm walking. you just dropped him in. Well, I mean, it's very good tactics, isn't it? Very it good tactics, because that's what they do, they, and that's the way they get around it. So... Lobs walking along. They asked him a few questions. One of the blokes asked him whether he's injured, which I thought was strange, but obviously he might have copped something. Well, he had that ankle surgery after the, the opening round, um, so he's done well to be back playing footy, really. How do you feel about him getting booed at, on the Len Hall game? Because oh. it's such a beautiful build-up, you know, magnificent well, I think if you're booed, it depends what you're booed for. And, uh, look, I, I, don't, I don't ever like it. I've never done it in my life. I just think booing's, you know. But Who's getting booed for the They league? paid for their tickets. So, you know, I mean, as long as it's not, it Does comes it from the right place. deserve to be booed? No, not really. No, you don't think so? No, he gave them good service. He t- gave the doctors good service. Tried to leave twice. He gave them a few clips on the way out, though, didn't he? Mm-hmm. That, that, that doco s- thing, that didn't help him, did it? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't Show know. me the money. I just think because it's the Len Hall game, it's going to be, it will be a bit sad to go from that beautiful ceremony, the last post, Everything that Fremantle will do, which is magnificent. Oh, they do a great job. And then the, the first doctors. bounce, boo! <laughs> By the way, uh, we'll talk about it more on Thursday, but big occasion for Fremantle, a standalone game on a Friday night to open the Anzac mm. round. So good Nas- on them. National stage. Good on them. And let's hope it's but a great game. I'm if sure they come out be. the way that we hope, well, I, that I hope, I don't know about you, but the way that I hope, if they come out and do the job, th- that will be the turning point. Now, we've got to talk about this next game, Barra. I'm still in mourning. GWS v Hawthorne. Yeah, I know. Harry Himmelberg, and there's been a bit of, bit of cackle around that he might be on the move at the end of the year and that Hawthorne Free might agents, be a suitor. Well, after the performance of the weekend, I'll give him some credit. What a great clunk that was. Yeah. To uh, It was one of the gr- great mark. And Screamer. Put them in front, and then, of course, the uh, Jarman Impey shot on goal. Touched, or was it not, anyway? And the review God. showed that it was touched, so um, a good win. One of those games where either side probably was a bit stiff to lose, but yeah. um, you know what, the Good on him. Well done, GWS. Who would have, wouldn't have thought that that was going to be almost the game of the round? Yeah, it was. <laughs> well, it probably was the game the of the Hawks, round. The Hawks lifted. Good on the Hawks. Good on your boys. But Harry Himmelberg, he, hasn't he come on? I reckon he's not too bad. He seems to be player. able to do everything. Yeah. He's a good player. Uh, and Geelong West Coast. Uh, well, what do we say? I don't know what to make of that. It was, um, in the end, what was it, 47 points? In the end, it was, like I, I would have said, and I think I said this last Thursday, 10-goal loss would be an honourable loss for them. I put it in the honourable category. Do you? With their outs, I think you have mm. to. But um, did Geelong take their foot off the pedal a bit at the end? Mm. There's probably a bit of that as well. Mm. But, you know, I mean, I think it's gonna. there'll be some ugly moments going forward, I think, for the Eagles. And there has to be, given their injury status. It's horrible, isn't it, really? Imagine it going back now, back to Adelaide. They, they go right at, at Adelaide Oval, but knowing that Port Adelaide's probably going to pound them as well, and they've got less players. Like, Elliot Yo's done his groin. Yeah, Did they do the right thing releasing him into the midfield? I don't think they've got much choice. 
They did warn well, us about that. They had a choice of not putting him into Well, the there's too many injuries, Barry. I mean, I don't know. No, but he was playing in the back line. He, was, he actually played on Cameron at one stage there. Mm. They could have left him back there. I reckon they're regretting moving him into the midfield. And if we're looking at the glass. And Jimby's got to rest, right? Yeah, he has to. So even, I, don't, I, I know what Simo's saying, that we may not have enough players, but if, if Jimby gets badly hurt, and, that, and they, he shouldn't be playing, which shouldn't happen this way. He got off the plane. We saw him get off the plane. He had his calf tied up and he was hobbling. He should not be playing. Port Adelaide v West Coast Adelaide Oval So um, on Saturday. So you, you, you might be right there. If you're looking at the glass half full, you look at Waterman four goals. But you look at Oscar mm. Allen four goals. So he's really building now. Oscar, 14 goals. He? Yeah. yeah, he'd be top five goal kickers. Yep. There's a lot of great goal kickers. So there's lots of like about him at the moment. And, uh, you know, I think you look at these small small wins, don't you, in a season like the one yeah. West Coast having? It's a, it's, oh, it must be so hard for Eagles fans because, it's, it's, as someone once said, it's deja vu all over again. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> boom, boom. Now it's time for this. Saddle up your camel. It's time for the Thirsty Camel Mailbag. Yes, and thank you to Thirsty Camel. Please send your mail to quartersandbarra at wanews.com.au. On Thursday, we will be giving away a 30-can block of Great Northern Super Crisp. Thank you for your mail this week, Barra. Mm. Michelle writes, Do you think Port Adelaide should have worn the prison bar jumper throughout the gather round? Port Adelaide fan and SA Premier Peter Malinowskis should have made this a non-negotiable rider as part of their successful bid to host it and lock it in for the foreseeable future. My thoughts on the prison bar are, don't wear it against Collingwood, but I don't mind when you wear it. I think yeah. they should be able to wear it any time. I do too. I reckon it's fantastic. I heard some criticism. It was from Gary Lyon from Getty. Mm-hmm. Getty had on a crack what? at the Dockers jumper. Said in the, the bin. The stealth jumper. Put it in the bin. I thought it was fantastic. I like the stealth jumper. Michaela, did you like it? Didn't like it. Didn't Our like producer it. didn't like it. Why? What's wrong with it? I don't think it really... It doesn't look like Fremantle. It doesn't, doesn't look, look like Fremantle. Fremantle. What are those things called? Chevrons. Yes. So the, it does look... But I think they're going for the black stealth thing, you know, stealth bomber. I reckon we get a bit too fi- fixated on jumpers. You know what? It's one round. It, I thought it looked okay. Sold let's out. move on. Who cares? It, it's, it you know did, what? It did sell out, my car. Let's worry about the things that we need to worry about rather than bagging jumpers. Is seriously. Michael Barlow in good hands with you with his wardrobe <laughs> update that he's got? <laughs> did you fix him up? Yeah. yeah he, he doesn't wear... <laughs> What, is, what was he doing? Anyway, wear? we digress. Um, this one from Andrew, who writes: After hearing your go- after goal celebration songs, it had me longing to hear the chorus from the "Welcome Back Cotter" again. Yeah, and you know what? One it. of my favourites. Here yep. it is. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket. I love the show. John Sebastian wrote this. Did he? Of course, it was the 1970s TV show that mm. launched the career of John Travolta, yeah. who was known as Vinny Barbarella. Vinny Barbarino. Ba- Vinny Barbarino. Vinny Barbarino. Now I, I thought I was Vinny Barbarino did when you? I watched that. Yeah, he's my hero. He's my role model. As it turned out, he's not on my team by the sound of it. Okay, let's Is that move right? On. I don't know. That's what I heard. What about Arnold Horshack? Remember Arnold Horshack? The great line, now I lay me down to sleep, Arnold Horshack at my feet. Give us his laugh. That, what was his laugh like? Remember the Arnold Horshack? Yeah, I'm, it was a bit like that. This that one, was a great show. Now, this is People a bit out there that going, what are these idiots talking about? Exactly. We like a good old segue. Uh, this An one old from segue, Gav right. from one of your favourite parts of the world, Barra, the Clare Valley in Adelaide. Oh, yeah. Hi, Quarters and Barra. I'm a proud West Australian park permanently in the south. The gather round in SA has been good here. And I got to watch my Frio play at a suburban ground at Norwood. Like the old days watching my beloved Perth playing South Frio at Frio Oval when Perth was winning Barra. Mm -hmm. 
This week, SA has gone footy nuts. But as I watched the game at Nord with a mate, two things came to my mind. One, I wonder how long the experiment of playing AFL footy in places where the AFL is not really liked, with small crowds and probably no media coverage to get anyone excited. Whereas if you played a game in Mount Gambier, Bunbury, Jero, Bendigo, Clare Oval or Norwood, it would probably be a full house no matter which team. Mm-hmm. Playing West Sydney or Gold Coast, it looks like a Sheffield Shield crowd. Both teams have been there long enough and it hasn't worked. AFL needs to cut its losses in a quest to rule the world and play in Tassie or or NT. The second bit is, is the AFL a bit to blame for their troubled children? If Gold Coast was given some latitude to give good deals to some of the players it has lost over the years, uh, e.g. May, Dixon, Rankine, Lynch, Sard, etc., they would have a good team that would be winning games and playing finals. Um, look, it's a good email. Well, we know what the resolution to that is now. It's going to be played in Adelaide for the next three years, so it's going to be a while before Western Sydney gets a look. My theory was that I thought they were looking at Western Sydney because they want to try and get some uh, momentum yeah, in the mate, rugby a, league heartland yeah, there. Yeah, exactly, mate. That's exactly what should be happening, shouldn't it? But, but it's not. It's about the money. It is. Show me the money. $15 million. I reckon it's $15 mil. That's $45 mil. I reckon it's north of that, mate. Actually, it's that 60, probably 60 mil. 18. Yeah, 18. So what's that year? times four? There you go. Yeah, that's 72. <laughs> there you go. It's a lot of money, isn't it? Yeah. So I, I'm not sure I w- if I was Premier, I don't know if they'd let us pl- spend 72 mil over here. Would you Would you want 72 mil, Michaela? Would you want 72 mil spent Eight, on a Per year, 18 per year. Yeah. I think the return on that, you get, you're talking 50 plus million, mm. probably more closer to 80 million. Huge yeah, return on your true. investment. You would, Every bit of that. You would worth. be making money, I guess. But people would balk at that much money. When you, they can't, you know, they're waiting that long at the hospital and all that sort of stuff. But anyway, that's not a footy chat, is it? This one from Randall <laughs> uh, from Maida Vale, High Quarters and Barra. Unfortunately, due to the scheduling time, I only got to see the last quarter of the Dockers game. How good was it to see a 19-year-old key forward, he's talking about Jai Amos, mm. take a big contested mark deep in the pocket and, and slot a drop punt? None of this round-the-body crap. Old school forward craft on a young head. Surely Amos has to be the first key forward selected each week from now on, no matter how fit Tabs or Fife are. Jackson also needs to be settled into the forward ruck role with the third tall option being a fit Fife, Tabiner or Sturt. And what happens is there's a flow-on effect. So I think Amos has shown, and I think he's quite right, you stick with him there. Mm-hmm. He is a beautiful kick of the footy, and it is it is good to see old-school stuff. Just go back and take the kick. None of this around the body. But with him being there permanently, yeah. and if he continues to grow, it takes the pressure off the others a little bit and allows them to grow into their roles. So yeah, it's like a real big, really big win for Frio, that. He's one of the classic full-forward style kicking. And we've talked about Austin Robinson and people going, who's that? So um, what would be a modern equivalent? Plugger? Plugger style kicking, you know, like you just go back and slot it. Luke Jackson was good like that too. Kicked two goals, two mm-hmm. very good goals. And what that – was that a lady or a gent? Whoever wrote that email. Randall. Randall. That, he's spot on. That's exactly what they're doing. They're trying to settle him down the forward line. We saw Darcy just controlled the ruck for the entire day. And I'll tell you something about Jackson's brother, Zach. Zach Jackson, playing for the Perth Footy Club. How's he look? He played in the Resies, had 40. Really? 40 possessions. So he's a mid. Yeah, so mate, could he's not as big as his brother, exactly right, but could go beautifully in the midfield uh, for us this week against East Perth. Oh, he's going to be elevated. Going to make his league well, debut. I don't know. It's not up to me, but uh, if you have, you 40, are the president. If you're forty, now, you the can, CEO can't you just burst into the uh, selection meeting and <laughs> yeah. say, "I demand." Nobody bursts in on Peter German. I oh, can right. tell you, yeah, fair <laughs> call. You might wander in and go, <laughs> make suggestions, but he's the CEO of football, which is the way it's got to be. But wouldn't that be great if his brother's playing? 
uh, league footy for totally. Perth on Absolutely. the weekend against East Perth at 5.10. This one from Saxon. <laughs> Hello, right, Quarters and Barra. As a long-time West Coast fan, all I want to do is see us be a contender, and I've made a few key points I think the club must do in its rebuild. One, draft a key back. With McGovern being old and Rotham showing not much with his game time, I think West Coast should look at WA prospect Daniel Curtin. 195-centimetre key back who got best on at last year's grand final curtain raiser. Could be the perfect player to pair with uh, Tom Brass in defence for the future. Two, revamp the midfield. At this point, you can't have four of your five best midfielders all over 28 when building for the future. Three, find our Nick Dacos. Our attacking half-back, Jones and Hunt, provide great run and effort, but just lack class with their ball use, limiting the potential of the team. Uh, four, get more small forwards. I don't think West Coast need another tall forward, even with Darling ageing. Waterman being 192 centimetres and only 24 could easily be our second key forward with Allen for years to come. Noah Long seems like a steal, but other than Ryan, I don't really think we have anyone else who's a lock to be playing there in the next five years. Specifically, another pressure forward would really help the forward mix. Noah Long looks like a good player, doesn't he? He does, yeah. Uh, huge reps on him. Well done, Saxon. Pretty good, good assessment. He, he Did he mention the ruck, though? No. No. So, mate, he's, he's missed the... Well, they've Mr. got Barnett. the young Barnett there. Yeah, but, mate, Nick's going to retire. We've seen Bailey Williams is not really a, a ruckman. He's actually a forward, isn't he, really? And he's he's been cast in that role. Waterman obviously can't do the job. Jameson, is he going to come on? They've got to, they're going to have to recruit a ruckman. Well, they'll probably do that in the mid-season draft. And it'll probably be a T English. They'll well, that's throw the, the end. absolute He's out of kitchen yeah. sink Well, out. they should. That's what they'll do. Probably the best Million. ruckman in the comp right now. Mill. Oh, yeah, how good was he in the mm. wet? Just magnificent. And in the back line, probably not. They've got Gov, obviously, Barras. Bazo is going to yeah, be Bazo's, good. Yeah, He'll be back there. Yeah. And Edwards is back there. So I, and I, I love Dan Curtin. I know Dan Curtin well. My son played with him. He's, he's going to be a super player. That would be a good recruit. Uh, he could even play as a forward. It's, they've got to get another inside mid as well because they've been, they've been they throwing do. sheets in. And Gaffey's not – it's not natural for Gaffey. And you can't have it all heap it all on Jinby. No, exactly. They've got an inside mid with a bit of pace. The way you saw the way the Adelaide played now, like that sort of chaos footy and they just Everyone's playing chaos charge, footy. And they just charge off. You've got to have guy, young blokes like that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Chris from Midland writes, Morning Legends, I hope you're both well. Another round of footy and another player being suspended for just tackling another player. Mm. That's so true. Going by the Zach Merritt incident, no doubt Tom Green will cop a week as well. Surely if a player tackles another player and their head hits the deck, if that player gets up and plays on, surely there's no case to answer for. If those sorts of outcomes are going to continue to happen, the players are just going to stop tackling altogether. You have a view on this. Yeah, well, just and just Taylor Adams has appealed yep. against his, um, his, his one-week suspension. And so, uh, you know what's happening here? The match review officer has more or less been told, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, say no more, any concussions, look at it seriously and throw whatever you can at it. Because then the AFL can point to that if they try to sue them down the track or whatever, they go, no, no, no. When you got knocked out that time, we said that's a suspendable situation. The tribunal, however, which is independent of the AFL, uh, has overturned it. So they have to take a strong line. And that's what's happening now, isn't it? Any mm. concussions. Like, I was even surprised Rotham got off because um, Stengel. Stengel broke his wrist, didn't he? Yep. And that tackle there, it looked a little dangerous. I thought, oh, he's, he might even go close to the sail, close to the wind there, even though he wasn't concussed. The, the footy has changed. It is. And, and unfortunately, not unfortunately, it, it needs to change because of concussion and all the stuff you've been talking about and writing about. That's exactly right. Uh, this one from Wazza. 
Uh, was it from Eagle Nation podcast? He got a plug in there. Well done, was it? Would love to know your views on the Eagles waffle side and why it isn't working. Did they not ask for more concessions or recruiting points or put the right people in positions off the field? Below are some points I reckon that might help the club going forward if they stay in the waffle as a standalone. I uh, would love to hear your feedback. One, any delisted AFL player who's not played AFL or State League or been on an AFL list for the past 12 months can be listed to play for the Eagles or, or on the Frio Peel list. Two, a player who's served a minimum of 10 years on either Eagles or Frio lists but is no longer on the main list can be included on their waffle team list. Three, give access for interstate players to both Eagles and Frio so they can include them on their supplementary list but can only be an age group from 19 to 23 years of age. Interesting. And finally, Eagles, the Eagles would have access to father, son and nominated next generation prospects in their 18th year for a full season to play in their waffle team if they haven't already played league with their waffle club. Wow. It's put a lot of, put work, a lot of work into that. A lot that, of work mate. into that. The integrity of the waffle is important, so you can't just load up West Coast. And they did, they did try to extend the, um, what, what, what West Coast could do this year in terms of the waffle, and it still... They did they give them the extra points. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, and it still didn't work. They got Alec Waterman. They got Jackson Nelson back. They got heaps of talent. But when you're down to five players, they were down to five, weren't they? And, and Elijah Hewitt got injured in the first friggin' bounce. Yeah, it's... The first yeah, bounce. They, they, so they were no down to four. And so that's... And they're all under 20, Bazo and the rest of them that were still in the team. So I don't... I'll tell you where this guy's going, was it was going, which I think is, is worth considering. Okay, just go with me here. Do we open up the AFL to... Instead of Hawthorne now just going through the motions, even though they're not, okay, I know the players aren't, but the, the club is, and even the Eagles... Anybody below 10, is it time to open the door up to them, maybe be able to get access to any footballer outside of the AFL in Australia and just bring them in? Like, just bring them in during the season just to bolster the club, make, make them alive, keep them alive for the. Re- so that by, by round sort of 10 or 12, everyone just goes, oh, well, there's only 10 teams in it now. The rest of the guys, nah. it's Puparama. No, I reckon it's the national cycle. No, the nation, natural cycle, the natural yeah, evolution. But of do it. you have to have that this is cycle? What the AFL, by definition, wants you to. It's every eighteen years you win a flag. That's the way yeah, it's no, designed. There that. are mechanisms in place. But that can still there's happen. A draft, there's a salary cap. They're already compromised. Mm-hmm. The fixture is compromised. But I don't want to bring we, any other rules it, into it. Why have weak teams if you don't have to? Well, they're developing kids. You're going to have to have a team down the bottom and a team up the top. It's just the way. Yeah, it is. but why? Why not close up the gap? Yeah, well, they're trying. I think the gap's been closed. I mean, Hawthorne had a loss by two points at the weekend. The Eagles came back and lost by 47 points. They're not 100-point losses, Barry. But North Melbourne will taper off now. You watch. The Hawks are just hanging on. The Eagles are Gornsky. Like, why shouldn't they be able to grab somebody and maybe bolster their chances? That's what the mid-season draft's for. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying extend that even further. I mean, the only downside for me as a Waffle president is if they plucked my best player like Sam Stubbs, I would not be happy. So, then you know, you'd there need is that. To be but out, maybe for outside that. of those comps, if you can find some kid who's an absolute star, wants an opportunity and, and can be trained up, it does take a while to get trained up. I mean, is that the purpose of the comp, to be more even and to have great games every week? I think or, it is more even or than it has Or is it just to have been, 10 though. teams by the middle of the season? I reckon it ha- it is more even than it has been. Mm. You can't have everyone winning all the time. It's just the way it is. But so. you, do you understand what I'm saying? I do. Yeah, like it's to make the 23 rounds 
uh, all the way through to the end of the year, they're all going to be competitive. But this, Whereas now, after round 10 or 12, they'll just drop off, won't they? And there'll be that's games. That's just attrition. That's just the way the competition is. I know, but it doesn't have to be like that if you change the stuff. It's, it's like the American system. I get your point. I just don't agree. I yeah, just think okay. we're going to stick Fair with enough. what we've got. Look, we have got a lot of mail. Send us those some mail who, about those, that. Yeah, send us some mail. Those who missed out, I promise I'll read them out on Thursday. So thank you very much. You have been listening to the Quarters and Barra podcast. We have been brought to you by Tab Touch. Better your bet with Tab Touch. Please gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1800 858 If you have any issues, thank you, Barra. Thank you, Michaela. We look forward to talking to you on Thursday when we preview round six. If you're a fan of the podcast, why don't you get in touch? Send your thoughts to the Thirsty Camel mailbag at quarters and barra at wanews.com.au. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and of course, tell your mates. This has been The Game with Quarters and Barra.